Do you hear this? Do you hear this? This is the sound of the Melissa haters. Hi, what's up my Housewives Relatable listeners? It's your girl Stella coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi guys, happy Thursday. I hope everybody is doing well. Well, I know how some of you may feel right now. Some of you are happy, some of you are upset. Some of you are just quiet. And you know what? It doesn't really matter. People have been telling you for months and months. They said, trust me. I know. Trust me. I am the source. Trust me. I have an insider. She is not going to be back. She's not going to be returning. You know, you've heard this over the past few months. And then I've just been telling you all along that Miss Missy G would be coming back to the show. I did. I said, I don't see the show without Melissa Gorga. I don't see the show without Teresa. And to be quite honest, I didn't want anyone to be fired, get fired or anything like that. So I'm happy. I'm really happy about the news. I think it's a very, very good decision. Um, I know some people are really upset right now. I'm listening like to different little like, you know, podcasts because, you know, guys, I listen to everybody and everybody does the same thing, too. They just don't say it outright. Um, I'm just going to be honest and let you know that I do listen to other people's podcasts. So that's okay. And I know some people are upset because, you know, they were preparing for Missy G to be out. But she's not out. She's staying. Bravo has decided that Melissa will be returning for another season. Season 14, alongside, alongside Teresa and Margaret and Jennifer and... One thing that I was completely wrong about, guys, is that I didn't think Jackie was coming back, right? So she is. She is coming back as a friend again. I don't. I, I don't know if she's been, uh, you know, promoted back to housewife. Um, that's to be determined. But she is coming back for another season. So when it comes to that aspect, I am. Uh, I was wrong. I thought that it was like honestly Jackie's last season, but. I have to be honest, guys, um, season 13, and I said this, like if you listen to the podcast, I have said that at some point in time, I said that I feel like Jackie showed us, like she was a bit sassier, right? She was a bit sassier last season. Um, she, was, she wasn't under Margaret's wing as much. She was kind of just like, you know what, especially in her confessionals or not confessionals, but um, the after show. Like on the after show, she was kind of like funny, a little bit sarcastic. She was not like, you know, taking herself as seriously as before. And I, and I said at some point in time, I wish she showed us that when she was like a full-time cast member. 
So honestly, I'm really, 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 really happy at this point that they're just like, you know what? Let's see. Let's see what Jackie got this season, right? And then maybe moving forward, they can make a decision later on and just be like, okay, you know, you deserve your spot back full time on the show. Or maybe she's just like a really great like friend of, right? But anyways, I'm really happy that Melissa is back. Teresa is back. And the rest of the cast is back, right? So I know it's hard. People have been campaigning for like how long now? Six months saying, oh, no, you know, the show is Teresa. We can get rid of, of Melissa. You know, they brought Jacqueline back. They brought like... You know, Carlos King has been like on every single podcast saying that Teresa is the show that Melissa and Joe can go. They even brought back Jacqueline from the dead, right? They brought like they, they brought her back. And then they even brought Joe Judice to talk and have an interview. And Joe Judice said, you know what? I would be willing to be uh, to make friends again with Je uh, with uh, Richie and with Kathy and all of that. And now we've seen recently that they have reunited in the Bahamas. So they did that. Then uh, what else? Who, who else did they bring back? They brought back a whole bunch of people from the dead. Oh, they brought back Siggy, Siggy to say, you know what, Teresa is the most authentic person out there, blah, 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 you know, and no matter how you feel about her, I'm just saying, like, she came, she didn't say anything wrong about Melissa, I'll give her that, but she did come back to vouch for Teresa. You know, some people have had like their like firstborn on their podcast to say how, you know, horrible their uncle and aunts <laughs> were to them and how like good their mom is. Like, you know what I mean? Like they brought everyone. They brought everyone out of the woodworks to come and say something really, really nasty about Missy G. This woman has nine lives or maybe in this instance 11 because you know what whether you like it or not whether you like to think that there is no show without Teresa Judice there is no show without Melissa at this point there really isn't and I'm, I'm just being honest it doesn't really matter for me I feel like We've been following her story just as much as we've been following Teresa's story. And that's the reason why I've been tuning in for the past. Melissa has been on the show for what, 10 seasons? So that's going to be like her 11th season. So, you know, it's the drama that kept me coming back for some more for the past 10 season, seasons. And at this point, you know, some people are like thinking or I've heard people say, oh, you know what? It's just going to be so fake. Melissa is going to come back and she's going to try to be cool with Teresa. And it's going to be so fake. And she's going to be like, you know what? We are a family and we need to, you know, be good. Right? Maybe. Maybe that's the plot. You know, I don't have any like inside information when it comes to these people. Like I say all the time, I give you my opinion. So I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for next season. But this is what I think I would like to see. And I've said this before. 
I prefer when Teresa and Melissa do not fight. But now that we know and now that Teresa has made it like crystal clear that she is done, I'm done. Done, done, done. I have been through this for like 20 years. I've been through this for 10 years on the show. I don't want to deal with them anymore. I am The door is closed. Teresa has said that so many times. So, you know, at this point, I think it kind of makes sense that I'm not really expecting for them to be like reuni reuniting like that. Like it would be fake. I agree. But here's the thing. I've been looking at Melissa's Instagram. Melissa has been living her best life. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know who those people are. I don't know. Ter Teresa is doing her thing but melissa is also doing her thing and at this point i'm like just curious i'm just wondering what are, what are you doing where are you going why are you wearing this outfit with the net looking like a good catch melissa i don't know melissa looks like she's having the time of her life she has like a few new girlfriends. We've never seen them on the show before. I don't know who they are. Like, I guess some people have been talking about them and say, oh, this woman is rich and that woman is this and that woman is that. I don't care, but I'm all for it. It looked like Melissa has like a solid group of new friends that she is partying with, that she's taking pictures with, videos with. And at the end of the day, if those people are going to be portrayed on the show, I'm all for it because I need some new stuff. That's what Melissa's good for. You know, she has, like a lot of people have come out and said, oh, you know what? She doesn't really have that many friends. She doesn't have like good girlfriends like that, yada, yada, yada. Maybe, I don't know her like that. But one thing that I know for sure is that whenever Melissa is partying with girls it's always fun always you know if you remember guys like um what was her name again ember ember marchese no matter how you feel about her right um i know some people might not like that i'm saying that but i did like ember when she was on the show right i thought she was entertaining so anyways ember said that she used to be friends with Melissa when they when they were young and that Melissa was a good time. She said, we partied our asses off, right? So I don't know. To me, Melissa strikes me as the type of person who likes to have a good time. And even now, like, I don't know how old she is now, like 40, 40 some plus years, like maybe 42, 43. I'm, I can't remember. But Every time she's on the show, she looks like she's having a good time. You know, she's good. She parties. She keeps it light. You know, she makes everybody feels comfortable. She's a good time. And so is Joe. So at the end of the day, I think that, you know, that's kind of like her energy. That's what she brings. She's just like, hey, you know what? We're just fun people and we like to have fun. So let's have fun together. Right. So anyways, I don't know if we're going to see um, a little bit of those people like her friends that uh, I've seen on her Instagram. But anyways, I'm all for it. So. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, guys, um, you know, I listen to everyone's podcast. And recently I was listening to um, Teresa's podcast with her co-host, Melissa Feaster. 
and uh, Melania. Melania was on the podcast, and everybody knows I love Melania. Always loved her. I've said this from the beginning. Melania was my favorite Judai's kid, and still is, right? But now she's all grown up. So, anyways. Melania went on the podcast and at first when I saw that her name was like as a guest I was just like oh my gosh what is this going to be this time is it going to be another bashing set session about you know what Joe and Melissa didn't do for her how her mom did so much you know what I mean because I felt like we we kind of have been through this before especially like with Gia like if you listen to the Gia interview on the podcast uh, I think Gia handled herself pretty well but there were like some you know some time like I don't know some instances where she said some stuff and I was just like okay Gia we don't need to hear all that oh sorry guys I just hit my microphone but anyways she was talking and she's like oh yeah my aunt blocked me oh yeah my uncle did this oh my god like and I was just like okay not necessary just make your point we don't need to go all the way there right but anyways that's my opinion so anyways Melania Melania came on the podcast Melania was a class act the entire time she basically talked about um everything that has been going going on and she kind of said like something like you know if you pay attention and if you've been following the show you know what she means but she's not naming anyone she's not blaming anyone she's not you know saying any names she just says like you know what i don't watch the show and the reason why i don't watch the show is because you know there's certain things that i don't want to see and there's certain things that i don't want to hear i don't want to get upset it's not worth it so i just rather not watch right that's what she said i knew what she meant when she said this i knew what she meant but i appreciated the fact that melania was respectful enough to not drop any names and just say you know what there's certain things i can see there's certain things that make me upset and you know what i'm not going to discuss these things but that's the reason why i don't watch the show so i like that i really did now Another thing, because um, I've listened to the entire thing, so you guys don't have to. I'm just going to let you know what I heard. So Melania said, I don't know, guys, if you guys have been rewatching the previous seasons, but I have. And um, I don't know if you recall. Was it season? Hold on a second. I have to just think about that. It was season I think it was season 10. Was it season 10? Anyways, the last season that Teresa and Joe were together, but Joe was in ICE. Like after Joe had completed his sentence in federal prison and he got transferred to ICE custody, right? Because you remember at the end of his 41 month sentence, um, he still had his like immigration case pending. And because he was not a US citizen, uh, you know, given all the crimes and all that stuff, like there was a strong chance of Joe Judas being deported back to Italy, even though he had been living in uh, the United States since the age of one, because, you know, he did a crime, they wanted to deport him back to Italy. So anyways, after Joe completed his sentence in federal prison, he was deported to ICE, to an ICE facility. So that season, if you guys watched that, 
everybody's gonna say oh my gosh Joe he was so mean to Teresa and if you if you watch the show you're just like what is Joe's problem right because you even hear Dolores say there's not a phone call that Teresa doesn't take there's not a bill that she doesn't pay she pay she pays lawyers she pays this she pays that's restitution you know she's providing for the girls and like you know what I mean and all of that is true so everyone is wondering, like, why is Joe so nasty? Why is he so nasty to Teresa, right? So even me. So, you know, I know we watch the show and it's only like 45 minutes and we're just like, what we see is what we see, but it's not always like the full picture. So anyways, I was watching and I was just like, wow, wow, why, why is Joe so like upset and like ready to pick a fight with his woman all the time and it's like she's doing a lot she's doing enough she's trying you know what i mean she's caring for these four kids um that have needs and she's the sole provider at this point she's trying to you know make it all gel right and this guy every time every time she's on the phone with him he's just like yeah, you're Robin Hood. You're rubbing from your husband. Oh, yeah, how much is this costing? Oh, yeah, this and that and the other, right? So at the end of the day, you have to have a little bit of empathy for Joe because, you know, he's just been like in prison for like over three years and now he's in ICE, right? So I had empathy for him, but I didn't quite understand why he was just so bitter and nasty towards Teresa. So anyways, to make a long story short, Melania and I did not know this guys Melania goes on Teresa's podcast and says when my father was in federal prison okay and I'm paraphrasing here guys but please go back and listen to the actual podcast if you want to hear what she says verbatim but I'm just going to paraphrase here so she says when my father was in federal prison we went to see him as much as we could. Sometimes we couldn't go every weekend like we did for my mom, right? You know, because Teresa went first and her sentence was more much shorter. It was like, you know, 15 months, but she ended up spending 11 and a half months in federal prison. So anyways, I remember Teresa said before she even went to prison, she said to Wendy, I told Joe, you bring me my kids every weekend. I want to see my kids every week. Joe even said, I'll bring them twice a week. And she said, no, Joe, just every week. Okay, fine. So I guess they did that every week. They went to, to visit their mom in uh, prison so when it was Joe's turn Joe was uh, a little bit farther away I think because Teresa was in Connecticut and it's like a few hours and then Joe I can't remember where he was at first and I believe he got transferred like I think he was at Fort Dix at first and then he got I'm not sure guys like I have to look it up again but um, they went and visited him when he was in federal prison. Uh, there's just like sometimes, you know, his sentence was a little bit longer. So sometimes I guess they couldn't make it, but they were regulars there and they went and, you know, in federal prison and it was like a, not a maximum security prison. It was like low security. So anyways, like they were able to hug him, sit on his lap. Uh, exchange with him it was just like really normal the only like like very it felt very normal the only difference was you know when people leave Joe has to stay back right now fast forward to when Joe 
got transferred to ICE, to an ICE facility, Melania said that they were only, Melania and Teresa confirmed, by the way, guys, they said that they were only able to go and visit Joe in in ICE facility one time. Joe stayed there for like eight months in ICE and they only went there one time. I did not know this. I didn't. And to be honest with you guys, it's not like, you know, I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to say, how come you didn't do this? How come you didn't do that? That's not what I'm saying because at the end of the day, uh, the conditions in ICE are much worse than what they were for Joe when he was in federal prison. And I've never visited anyone in ICE, in an ICE facility. But, you know, you see you see pictures, you see documentaries, you see the news, and it just doesn't really look like the kind of place that you want to be at, right? But I have visited people in a prison before, and uh, it doesn't really matter if it's like high security, low security, it's a prison. So it's not fun. And it's also, um, you know, no matter how hard or, you know, you, you're looking at people sometimes and you're like, oh, this is a tough person. But when you see them in that environment, it does something to you for some reason right because it's like it's not their best it's not their best day they kind of like appear a little bit more vulnerable a little bit more soft um i don't know it's not for everyone right so i definitely do not judge people for not necessarily wanting to see that right um because it, it, it's a little bit of a, like it's a strong reality check so that's all i'm gonna say when it comes to that but i guess where i'm getting at when I'm saying this is that um, now I understand. Now I understand where Joe was um, coming from. I, I guess I get it now because he was like so mean to Teresa, so nasty, short, impatient, ready to pick a fight. Like, you know, he was just losing hope in there. And at the end of the day, it's like it's very repetitive. You know how they say like repetition is hell? You know, to me, it's like, yeah, if you're like in prison or if you're just like, you know, everything is the same. Nothing like everything from today and tomorrow, it's going to be the same up until the time that it's time for you to go. Um, yeah, you know. And on top of that, like the only thing that you're looking forward to is probably to see your own family, right? Or like a familiar face or a friend or somebody that you love on the outside. So I guess if they only visited it, visited him once while he was uh, incarcerated in an ICE facility, it must have been hard for Joe. It must have been hard for him to just like you know, keep up and wanting to continue to fight because it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. But I did not know this. So I'm kind of glad that Melania brought it up. Like those are the types of things that you learn through, you know, people giving interviews or going on their own podcast and talking about that stuff. Because definitely on the show, I had no knowledge that they had only gone there once like in in ice right so anyways wrapping up when it comes to that so another thing that i wanted to really talk about was um you guys have been probably listening to the albi menzo interview 
Yeah, I listened to it. I like Albi. You know, I, I like when he was on the show and all that. And um, I think it was a good interview. But I, I like. I've said this before, guys. Okay, I do not like when people go on a show. Um, interview or whatever and they do not answer the question i don't like that i've said that all the time and that's the reason why like you know i'm all for like if you want to forward your questions to your guests prior to uh taping that's fine if the guest agrees and he says i'm going to be answering this and that and the other but i'm not going to be able to answer that then don't even ask the question right but if they say, I'm going to answer that question, you can ask me, no problem, I'll answer, no problem, right? So I don't know. I don't know in what format all of that came about. But when it came, when it comes to the whole question about, like, the rat stuff, right? Again, I'm going to say it again, guys. No one had to tell on Teresa and Joe Judice for them to be indicted, Okay. This was going on way before they even came on the show. And what I'm talking about is like, you know, borrowing to banks and like the whole thing about like making more money than they actually did. And I know that the people um, that are interviewing them as well, they understand this because from what I've been able to gather, they also have a little bit of a mortgage background. So I know they know how it works, right? Like, if we're just going to be factual and honest, I know you know how it works. Like, you know how mortgages work. So you know that in order for you to apply for a loan, you need to have the money to back it up. And you need to be able to prove the money, to prove um, your income, right? You're, you're, you're going to be able, you're going to have to provide some documents to prove that you can back it up, that you can pay it back, right? So... I know they understand that. So the fact that everybody wants to pretend that, oh my gosh, I don't know, like Teresa didn't know this or Jordan. Like, listen, we know. They know. Everybody knows. To what extent, we don't know, but they had to know a little bit, right? So at the end of the day, this was going on way before they even joined the show. And then there was like the thing with the ex-partner. And then I guess like at some point in time, you know, they came on the show and then they started flashing all of this money. And I guess it pissed some people off. You know, that happens all the time, right? Um, look at Margaret. You know, I'm not a big fan of hers, but I'm saying like she's on the show. Her friend is trying to be on the show <laughs> and then she can't get on the show and then she turns on her. Right. So people get mad for way less than this. Right. So imagine if you owe them money. Right. So at the end of the day, I know Teresa. I've always said it. We know Teresa didn't have like 120,000 in her hands, but she was paying in cash, you know, and it was a lot of money on the calculator. And even though she didn't have like 100,000, 100, she may have had like, I don't know. I don't know how much she had. But at the end of the day, it's like you're this person who nobody really knows about at that point and you're paying in cash and buying such expensive furniture. So of course people are going to start raising their eyebrows and just stick they're they're going to start to stick their nose where it doesn't belong, right? So at the end of the day, that's what happens with the Teresa case. Now, everybody wants to say Melissa and Joe was the rat. No, I don't think they were. Like I don't think they were. I don't think they were needed. Now, Joe said 
with Frank at the reunion, Frank said, you know what? They called him like they do often in those cases. They, they, they call people up and say, and see if they want to have an interview with them. And then those people can accept or decline. According to Frank Catania, Joe DeCline never met with them. Now you have Kim G who came out of the woodworks and said multiple times, I know who it was. I know who it was. It wasn't Melissa. It wasn't Joe. And then she also says, um, it wasn't this person, that person, I can't remember. I have to go back to the tread. But uh, I think she even says it wasn't Jacqueline, even though like, you know what, like the jury is still out when it comes to this for me. But she says, uh, Kim G, out of her own text message or her own like social media account, she says it wasn't Jacqueline, so fine. And then you have Caroline, and you have Lauren, they give an interview, they talk about it extensively. And then after that, people are like, oh, it must be Joe, it must be Melissa. And then Lauren comes out and says, it's not Joe, it's not the Gorgas. So like how many more people need to come out to tell you guys that it's not them? You know what I mean? It's like, and at the end of the day, let, let's start thinking about this rationally. If it was really Joe and Melissa, you know how Jen likes to say, Andy, there's proof. Well, where is the proof? Because I'm sure if Louis and Teresa had the proof of that, they would have shared it already. And, you know, Teresa's whole argument kind of fell apart and fell flat at the reunion because even when Andy was asking her questions she's just like I know my brother would never try to hurt me like he was trying to hurt my ex but you know you're hanging out with people that are trying to hurt me so it's like what does that mean Teresa like do you have proof or you don't right did they do something or they didn't like you know what I mean it's like this is not like how you feel and your gut feeling and all of that I don't know that's not evidence. You know, if you really want evidence, at the end of the day, you know, when Teresa likes to say, oh, you know, my brother, he was hanging out people that were trying to hurt me. Well, you did that too, Teresa. We actually have you on tape hanging out with people that were trying to hurt your brother and your sister-in-law. You know, we see you like every step of the way, dining and whining, whining and dining with them and talking or, you know, like trying to expose her. So there's actual actual evidence of you doing that. Where is the evidence when it comes to your brother and Melissa, right? Everybody likes to say, well, Teresa's trying to protect her brother. I don't think she's trying at this point because every season she comes out and there's another problem. So it's like, Teresa, if you really want to you know, kill the snake, figure of speech. You know, you need to cut the head or cut the, like, I'm not, I'm not sure which end you need to cut, but you need to cut something and you need to cut it good, right? Because at this point, this whole like, oh my gosh, this is how I feel, is not, it's not good enough. It's not good enough anymore. It's not. So now, Albie, they ask him a very, that's one thing that I don't like, guys. Straight up question. They say, can you tell us a little bit more about this and that and the other? And he's like, well, this is what I'm going to say. Well, this is what I'm going to say. Well, and, and then in the meantime, he says nothing. He says nothing of substance, really. He just says, you know, this is why we don't 
you know, we have a problem with the way this and that and the fakeness and my mom didn't do it. My mom took the brunt of it, but he never really answers the question. And then the girls, um, they're asking him, is it someone from the cast? Is it someone that is still currently on the pa on the cast? Is it like a person that used to be on the cast? <laughs> Albie doesn't answer the question ever. And they're like, I feel like it's Joy Melissa. Uh, Albie says some more. Oh, I feel like it's Richie. Albie says some more, but he never says who it was. But here's the thing, guys. This is one thing that I found was very, very interesting when it comes to the whole thing. They ask, because you know, Albie is getting married. So they ask Albie and they said, oh, you know, we, we want to talk about your guest list. So Albie's like, okay, right, let's talk about it. So then they ask him, oh, is uh, your Andina going to be invited? And obviously, like, we kind of knew this already because they don't really have a relationship. So he says no. So that's not surprising, right? And then they ask him, is Jacqueline and Chris Lorita going to be invited to your wedding? And Abby says no. And they're like, what about Ashley? Ashley double E, not EY. <laughs> then he says, yeah, she's going to be invited. Okay, so I was, sh I actually, was I shocked? A little bit. I've heard rumors in the past that the relationship between uh, Kathy, uh, not Kathy, uh, Jacqueline, Caroline, and Chris was a little bit stranded. I've heard this like years ago already, right? So... I guess I always kept it at the back of my mind, but whenever they would interview Jacqueline, she'd be like, oh yeah, I called Caroline just to see how she's doing. And she said, you know, everything's good. And, you know, I'm hearing, like, I'm waiting to hear more about that. But it was just like, you know, just like very cordial, right? So anyways, um, and you, I never really heard of Caroline talking about Jacqueline that much or her brother Chris that much, like in like the recent years. So when Albie said they're not going to be invited at the wedding, I was shocked. I was just like, oh, really? It's like that, right? It's like that's your family. Like that's your uncle that you used to have black water with, you know, thick as Steve's and all that stuff, right? So I was just like, oh, okay. So they're not going to be invited, guys. And then he, he, he tries to say, oh, well, you know, they kind of live in like, you know, they just move from Vegas to Orange County and, you know, logistically, yada, yada, yada. But it's like that doesn't really make sense because when it comes to a wedding, like you have family coming from overseas that come to attend this wedding. So the fact that they would just have to take a plane, like, you know, just to get like through a few different states like it doesn't really make sense to me as to why they were not invited so you know i feel like there might be a little bit of trouble there i'm not sure what the trouble is but i'm just saying there's trouble there so i don't know what happened but that's another question for another time now when it comes to albie they were asking him too about the whole thing about the Punta Cana story and everyone's like, I don't know why this whole thing is like coming back. Everybody wants to know what happened in Punta Cana. But anyways, guys, um, I've posted it in my stories. It's now in, in my highlights at relatable underscore Stella on my Instagram. So if you want, you can go back and read the actual story. I'm not the one 
telling you the story. Um, Dave Quinn is the one <laughs> saying the story. Like, you know, and they're actual, actual quotes from the cast, right? Albie's talking, Greg Bennett's talking, Caroline Menzo, like from that book, like all, not all diamonds and rosé. So if you don't want to wait for the next podcast and I'll be just kind of like, you know, talking and talking and talking about what could have happened or what happened in Punta Gana, the story is there from the book, right? So it's an actual, it's actually a pretty good story and it all started with Teresa, right? Teresa likes to just spray champagne on everyone and she did that playfully and then I guess things kind of just like went downhill from there and then eventually there was like a fight that broke up, like at a club in Punta Cana, people started fighting, the cops came, that kind Kind of stuff right and then eventually uh albie and um his brother they were not like incarcerated but i guess um the dominican officials um they kind of held back their passports so they were not allowed to leave when everyone else from the cast was allowed to leave back for, um to the united states and they had to stay there for i think like a week or something like that and caroline you know caroline's a good mom she's never gonna leave her kids um back and just go back home so she stayed back too um to make sure that they would get released and like a whole bunch of people had to be involved like nbc bravo lawyers all kinds of stuff and you know it's dominican republic so i can say that because like i'm from the country next door so i understand how it works corruption and all that stuff so yeah you know it's a pretty good story so then eventually like i'm not sure they don't say it quite um, firmly in the book that, you know, everyone got brought. <laughs> I don't say that, but I can only assume because I know how it works there. And then eventually they were able to just kind of like leave the country and never go back, right? So anyways, the story, that's like the short form of the story. But if you want to read it, it's on my in my highlights on Instagram. So anyways, lots of stuff is happening right now. In the Bravo sphere, we have Kim and Croy, we have Monique and Chris, now we have Kyle and Mo, and not so sure if it's still like something that is happening, but there's like quite a, like there's a lot of stuff happening right now. So anyways, we'll see. Apparently, they are set, New Jersey, they are set to start record, like start filming again in August. I can't wait for that, but uh, I was kind of hoping for them to start filming around the holiday. Like, I, I was hoping that we would catch Christmas because Christmas is my favorite holiday. And I feel like we've seen a lot of the Jersey Shore in the summer and all of that stuff. So it would have been nice to see how, um, you know, everyone films around the holidays. I think it would have been like interesting, but whatever. We'll see. Um, another thing that I wanted to really talk to you guys about was... Um, Melissa said recently like i think it was on her podcast she said something about jennifer lawrence she was on watch what happens live and they asked her the question and they said oh are you team melissa or tim Teresa?" and jennifer said oh i'm team melissa definitely so melissa was really happy about that so that's nice 
Uh, I think, you know, I think when people say that Melissa doesn't really have, like, a fandom, I would have to disagree with that. Like, to be honest with you, and I've said it so many times, Teresa fan here, this season, not so much. And I kind of just, like, converted this season, like, to Melissa. Because I'm just like, you know what? Sick and tired of the past. I like the energy that she's giving us this year or in the past few years at least and at this point it's like it just seems like Melissa is living her best life and she's trying and it's not that serious that's what I want to see right so I'm happy that people kind of want that kind of show and I feel like Melissa has the ability to just kind of like turn things around and just like coexist and you know, make it like a nice professional work environment. So that's one thing. Now, another thing that I've noticed is that when I'm listening to other podcasts sometimes, and you know what, guys, everybody, like every everyone can do whatever they want. But at the end of the day, I feel like sometimes like people are just like, oh my gosh, like they are mad, they're upset and they're uttering threats and they're saying, well, John Fuda, he's been quiet lately because you know, uh, we got some stuff about him. It's just, <laughs> it's like, really? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, that sounds like blackmail to me. And I, I didn't think we were doing that, right? You, you do whatever you want, but I didn't think we were doing that. So I'm just saying, if you have like a gossip, you know, you're in the gossip business, you want to release a gossip, do it. But you shouldn't be like threatening them. Like, I don't understand wh when has this become so serious that podcasters and bloggers feel comfortable to come on their podcast and say, oh yeah, I need to, like, don't mess with me or don't F with me because this and that and the other. And if you don't want to hear this about you, you better do this. And like, it's like, what are we doing? Like, I thought we were watching a show and I thought you were like commenting, giving us your opinion, letting us know, like, it's fine. You can be Teresa like you know fan or Teresa stand all the way defend your girl but why do you have to start threatening other cast members as if you know them or do you do you do you know I, I need to know because I heard a rumor I'm not going to threaten anyone but I heard a rumor that um Teresa and Louis have had those two um bloggers, podcasters that are trending right now. They're doing a fantastic job. Uh, you know, the work that they do, I say it all the time. They do a great job. Uh, I don't agree with anything they say, but they do a great job. So apparently they had a barbecue at their house and they were invited. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that. So I'm just saying, I don't understand. Like, if Teresa and Louis invite you for a barbecue and you go, that's fine. That's okay. I have no problem with that. But it's like, what if Margaret wanted to invite you too and say, hey, I actually like the work that you do and I would like for you to come too. And then maybe you can talk about my story and you can leak those details. Would you do it? And if the answer to that is no, I would never, ever do it because at the end of the day, I don't like you. Why? I thought you were just watching the show and you're just like a blogger or a podcaster. So why wouldn't you? Why are you inserting yourself in the drama? And why are you uttering threats and saying like, well, we have some stuff about John and we could release it. But, you know, that's why he's quiet because he's scared. It's like, girl, please, let's not start that because everyone has a secret. Everybody, everybody, including you. 
everyone has stuff about them that they don't want out so we don't need to start playing that game you know let's just keep it all positive let's keep it all like you know it's a show and that's it it's not that serious anyways i just wanted to say that so anyways guys i hope all of you had a fantastic fourth of july i heard recently that um up and Adam, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. I did not know you were a cancer like me. So happy birthday, fellow cancer friend. <laughs> I don't know Adam like that. I don't know him at all, actually. But, uh, you know, from a cancer, from one cancer to the next, we have to acknowledge each other. So I just wanted to say happy birthday. Anyways, guys, that's all I have. Thank you for listening. And as always, be a fan, not fanatical. Ciao!